Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. My name is Andy. Thanks for spending a moment here with me. It is Tuesday, June 2nd. Nobody tends to really like the TSA all that much. Don't know if there's many people out there that want to just full-on get rid of the TSA, but nobody I know or hear from really loves the TSA. You know, especially if you fly a lot, you get very used to what, you taking your shoes off now, taking the belt, emptying the change, uh, opening the laptop, you can't carry any water, you can't have any liquids over, I don't know, is it three and a half ounces? You can barely bring a toothbrush on board nowadays. So, It's kind of a hassle, but of course, all done in the name of security, all done in the name of safety, post-2001. It almost seems strange, right? Think think back to flying before 2001. What was that even like? I don't even remember. Did we still... You probably have to take off your belt buckles, probably metal detector, right? But, you know, there were no cavity searches, there were no full body scans, no pat-downs, no being treated like a criminal. Anyways, a new report here out being reported by, I think first it was ABC News, but I'm reading this from foxnews.com, and it was about some pretty massive failures on the part of the TSA. That's the Transportation Security Administration. Uh, It mentions the acting head of the TSA was reassigned late Monday after a watchdog report revealed undercover agents were able to sneak fake explosives and banned weapons through checkpoints as a part of an investigation that revealed a massive security-wide, sorry, system-wide security failure at America's airports. Now, to quickly sum up what happened is they had um, agents of Homeland Security, and part of their job was to sort of go undercover and test these checkpoints. Now, try and sneak stuff through, mentions fake bombs, fake explosives, and, you know, probably fake guns and weapons, that kind of stuff, to see if the TSA would catch them. And they did mention a a fake bomb here. Um, Some agent had a fake bomb strapped to his back. And it was noticed by the magnometer, I think is what it's called. I don't even know what that really is. But the screener failed to notice. So had it been a real bomb, could have gone right through the checkpoint. Now it gets even more dire than that. Again, this report confirming, and the Homeland Security has confirmed this, that the TSA screeners failed 67 out of 70 tests. That's 96% that were carried out by Special Department of Homeland Security investigators. So they failed 96% of the time. Now, on the bright side, they succeeded uh, 4% of the time. So, again, not to say that there shouldn't be a TSA. As much as they bother us and kind of make our life hell at the airports, we are mostly okay with them being around because we know, okay, well, they serve in the name of security, they make us a bit safer, and we're willing to then be patted down and... um, you know, touched and goosed by a stranger in front of a bunch of other people without even being bought dinner first, but as long as we're safe. But now when we find out, are we really that safe? Would we we be less safe if we had, you know, almost no TSA? I mean, I guess we're 4% on average safer having the TSA around, but boy, this doesn't make me feel too good. Let me know what you think. Andy at kwpt.com. bit earlier we chatted about the TSA and <laughs> some bad news regarding the TSA. So let's stick along a similar theme, if you will. We'll talk about airlines now. And haven't heard in a while how airline profits are doing. I know for a while they're having a hard time. Gas prices going up, blah, blah, blah. And airlines had to start charging for, you know, olives in the salad. 
And if you wanted armrests on the plane, if you even wanted one in oxygen mask, they, they would have to start charging you for those. And we, of course, know about the infamous baggage fees. Well, according to TheEconomist.com, apparently airlines doing just okay with the money we pay them to haul our luggage around. Carriers reaped $3.5 billion in baggage fee profits last year. That's a new record, they mention, although they say only a small increase over the $3.3 billion they brought in back in 2013. So, I don't know how the margins are anymore for airline carriers. I imagine they're doing just fine. They don't seem to be having the same problems most of us do, but if they're pulling $3.5 billion just hauling around our luggage, I'll just say I'm not going to be feeling too bad for them anytime soon. Saw a story about a Tennessee school, I'm sorry, several Tennessee schools, so I'm assuming they were all in the same district, which apparently was serving six-year-old pork to their students in the cafeteria. Apparently found, I don't know why they had six-year-old pork around, been sitting in the freezer since 2009, so at least it was in the freezer, as opposed to just sitting out. I don't know if that makes it too much better. Um, they apparently had it and never served it before, like, oh, snap. Man, we got a whole bunch of pork. Be ashamed to throw it away. So, hey, let's just serve it to the kids. And they did. Now, it looked pretty nasty. So they decided, well, let's just throw some gravy on it. And, hey, you put gravy on anything, it's better, which generally I kind of agree with. But if it's six-year-old pork, maybe not. Now, school officials initially claimed that as long as the meat was frozen, it was, quote, safe indefinitely, end quote. But, and then realized that, well, they weren't making too many friends doing this, and now have claimed that they will no longer serve meat frozen for more than one year. And maybe it's still safe, but, boy, I wouldn't even advertise that. Well, hey, this, this pork is under a year old, it's just fine. I'm not sure that would make me feel too much better, but I don't live in Tennessee and don't have to worry about it. So, at least if you're going to be serving six-year-old pork, I'd say get a little bit more creative with it just can't throw gravy on it, and heck, why even let it thaw? Kids love popsicles. Why not just give them porksicles? This has been Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. Like this podcast? Well, don't be ashamed. Be proud. Tell a friend or post a comment in the iTunes store. Every little bit of help, well, helps. Moments with Andy is made possible by a generous grant from the Horace P. and Nancy R. Shakey Foundation.